Hey everyone, this is Chad. I'm the founder and CEO of mission.org and the host of Mission Daily, the number one podcast for accelerated learning. Mission Daily was recently selected as best of 2018 by Apple for a reason. In every single episode, you're going to learn actionable strategies that you can apply to your life to become healthier, wealthier, and wiser. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Mission Daily. This is Stephanie Postles, co-founder of The Mission, and I'm joined by Chad Grills. How's it going? It's going great. What about you? Good. I'm excited because this ties into our teaser episode that we just left off with, where we were talking about the mental models around habits and why you shouldn't listen to the prescriptive advice of the internet and think through building your own habits based on your life, your personal experiences. And you teased it with saying there's one mental model that we're working on right now that could help others think through their habits or how to build them or creativity and all that. So are you ready to share? Yes. And that is the habit of seeking novelty. Novelty as in new things? New things, new interactions, new people, new places. And there's an old quote by a guy named uh, Altheus Kirshner, I believe. It's the oldest books, the strangest people, the weirdest places. There you will find the stone. And he's talking about the philosopher's stone or the type of mind that could make the best decisions possible, that could help determine which class of future outcomes was most likely to happen and which type of historical outcomes was most important to focus on to kind of get the signal from all the noise and detritus of human history, figure out what matters, and then use that to predict, inform, and create a new and better future. I love that. Love that quote. I love the weirdest and the oddest moments are going to where you're going to find the stone. I also think of that as the most weird moments I've ever had. I remember the most as well. They're very novel. And yeah, novelty has this weird aspect to it where it sticks with us. It's always in our mind's eye. It's always readily available. And those situations can hurt us if we go through a traumatic type of novelty. So trauma is one end of the spectrum of novelty that a lot of people don't want to think about, but it's a very real one. And that's not the type of novelty or the type of uh, habit that I'm advocating finding, but it is a type of teacher and it is a type of experience that can stay with you and uh, inform future decisions for the better. And researchers have even shown that novelty actually helps you learn. There's a reason your brain is always attracted to the new device, the new gadget, the new experience. And it's because it's shown that those are the experiences that you remember the most because your brain is actually thinking there's a reward after it because it doesn't know. So whether it's that new game level that you just get to or, you know, you go to a new place, your brain is thinking, well, what might lie after this experience? And it helps you remember things. And in a world and nature, in our biological monkey spacesuits or whatever we're in, it's really terrifying to look back. But again, 99.9% of species that have ever lived have gone extinct. And the ones that survive are the ones that aggressively seek out novelty again and again and again, sometimes to their detriment. It's not always a, uh, there's never a free lunch, but there are gifts and there are amulets along the way. So in our evolutionary history, we have like the mitochondria that became symbiotic with us and entered our cells and gave us all kinds of ATP and all kinds of energy. And we have things like novelty where we can open ourselves up to new situations and new interactions and take new routes to work and call new people and cold email 
people we want to connect with, people that we want to talk to. We can say new and strange things on social media. We can write things in our journal that we've never written before. Those are all examples of novel explorations that can prompt and catalyze new thoughts and can catalyze new a new vista for problem solving. And that's, I think, what's interesting to kind of like take this in, or it's an interesting direction to take this in is, okay, so how do you choose what type of novel experiences are better or worse? And so the three-tiered platonic canon is something we talked about before. So Plato was a big advocate of the good, the true, and the beautiful. And when in doubt, those are the things that you can pursue. And if we combine Plato with McKenna, we get this fun look at how to make better decisions in a Terrence world that's- McKenna, oh, you yeah. mean? <laughs> so the world is increasingly complex. Complexity is increasing at a, a pretty astonishing rate. And if you want to participate in the knowledge economy or the digital global economy and all the opportunities that it offers, you have to get really, really good at making decisions under opacity and in a situation where you're not even going to have half of the information you need to make the best decision possible. You're just going to have to bite the bullet and make decisions very, very rapidly and very fast. So when in doubt, how are you going to make those decisions? You can use the three-tiered platonic canon. You can use the good, the true, and the beautiful. So McKenna says, the good, what is it? Tricky. It's tricky to determine. The true, what is it? Even trickier. Very tricky here. But the beautiful, the beautiful is easy to discern. The beautiful and seeking beauty is intuitive. It's not something that's foreign to you. It's something that you were born with. So in our evolutionary past, when we were in trees and we were looking for ripe fruit, for instance, that was what kept us alive. That's what gave us the energy to maybe escape the snakes or escape what other type of horrendous predators were preying on us that we had to fight and overcome to escape the yeah, the hell of uh, evolution. And as we escaped it through seeking novelty, we essentially started out by seeking the beautiful red rosy fruit. And then males took this approach to selecting mates and you know many other things. And that's, a again, a really gross simplification of our evolution. But it's important to remember that beauty is the place that you want to start. And when whether that's just having an eye for design or developing it or exploring aesthetics and exploring classical works of art or things that you find beautiful that you know don't let anyone else tell you what should be beautiful and what you find don't let them critique it too much but just explore it yourself so seeking out beauty in the world is a good first step to finding novelty is what you're getting at it's a great way to find the right type of novelty the type of novelty that won't leave you traumatized and it might leave you mildly mentally traumatized but it will not fail you seeking beauty is a much safer approach to decision making than many other types of rationalism i think yep and i like that because a lot of times when people hear novelty they think i need to go skydiving i need to do something yeah. big and crazy and i incredibly like incredibly risky behaviors that you just described and it's easy yep. to they're a lot of fun don't get me wrong i've been skydiving i like doing it but incredibly risky. Yeah, but people go to those huge experiences yep. that oftentimes it might be cool to do, but you end up pushing it off because it's so big. Whereas you can create novelty in your everyday life. Like you were saying, you can rearrange your room. So it's something new. I was just thinking about like, what are ways that I plan on creating novelty around me to help me learn quicker, to help, you know, inspire creativity. And the first thing I was thinking about is just having a brand new room design and then going and yeah. reading a book there 
all the times that I've remembered something or learned the most, it's when I've been in a new environment. It's when I remember reading in a field one time on a blanket and I 100% remember all the chapters I read in that book. Or, you know, going to Massanutten with your family and you and reading all these books and being able to remember it because we were just in such a new environment mm -hmm. where I'd never been before. So such a great yeah. point. And the some of the best books that I've read and passages that have stuck with me the most are when we've been on vacation or yep. when we're decompressing in a new area. So whether that has been Rehoboth or Virginia or Lake Tahoe, some of those experiences and encountering those stories, it took on a whole new meaning and a whole new tone. Reading them in you know, in Lake Tahoe, that's a great example of reading them in one of the most beautiful environments in the world. Crystal clear, blue waters, you can see 60 feet down, ice cold, super refreshing in the month of August. And when we had the tent and toasty, yep. and even though that was on a hillside in that one cove, it was very easy to remember that the whole situation and the information that we were taking in and everything you like that. You have so many new experiences. Man, I... I just love remembering you trying to get toast into the lake and <laughs> him just running back and forth because it was a little bit of a cliff and Chad would oh, have yeah. had to kind of lift him into the lake and toast just kept running back and forth. And it was so funny. Grayson and I were just watching you guys like going back and forth for maybe 10 minutes until finally you were able to grab him and he was swimming all around with you. But yeah, like you said, experiences like that really stick with you because we had never done that before. We had never set up that little sun tent. Mm -hmm. I was reading under there. Yeah, so I love that. Just thinking every single day, how can I create a new novel experience? Or, you know, maybe you don't have time during the week, but the weekend, how can you create a new mini novel experience to help you do what you want? Yeah. And the why behind this is, is really, really important because you're a human. You're not a machine. We created machines to augment our own intelligence. The search for and the pursuit of AI and machine learning and building ways to do more with less should be about augmenting humans. And a lot of people have lost sight of that. That is the purpose of building. It's to make life better for us. And people forgot that. And when we build new habits, we need to be thinking about better ways to serve ourselves and making a more beautiful world in terms of our daily experiences that we're encountering is a surefire way to have a better mental state that you know, then you're encountering every other decision that you're going to make with a little bit of uh, pep in your step yep. to get cheesy. All right. So that's our challenge to you guys today. Try and find something novel. And on that note, I am going to pull Chad off to a walk on a new street in our neighborhood that we've never been down before. Dun, dun, it. dun. I love it. Charlie Chaplin said it best. You are men as in humans, not machines. See you next time. Mission Daily and all of our podcasts are created with love by our team at mission.org. We own and operate a network of podcasts and a brand and story studio designed to accelerate learning. Our clients include companies like Salesforce, they're a customer times five, Twilio, and Katera who work with us because we produce results. To learn more and get our case studies, check out mission.org slash studios. If you're tired of media and news that promotes fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and if you want an antidote to all that chaos, you're at the right place. Subscribe here and to our daily newsletter at mission.org. Each morning, you'll get a newsletter that will help you start your morning and your day off right. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.